G'day guys, Eero here for Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast, another installment, episode five. On today's show, we're talking the history of wargaming, um, where wargaming is today, but also um, my approach to wargaming, how I wargame. And we'll be doing another hobbyist spotlight on a lady called Anna Polansk. Pick up the brushes, pick up the paints, pick up the models and crank the music because it's time for The Imperial Orc Podcast. Wargaming technically has been around for a very, very long time because really the game of chess is wargaming, isn't it? You've got your you've got your infantry, which are the pawns, you've got your elites, and you've got your commanders, the king and the queen. So really it's been around for a very long time, but in the form that we know it, as far as having a big table with little soldiers to push around and all that kind of thing, um, really it was started by the Prussians. Um, at the end of the 18th century. So the Prussians would use tabletop wargaming uh, for strategy purposes, for, for working out tactics to uh, strike the enemy and basically laying out essentially a big map across a big table and having markers to push around to, to explain where they were going to go and where they were going to attack and where they were going to have the defensive lines. They also used it as a, a training tool to teach aspiring uh, officer cadets. Through tabletop wargaming, the young officers would be able to figure out what would work on a battlefield, um, in theory, and what wouldn't work. Now, obviously, they couldn't account for things like weather conditions and really couldn't account for terrain conditions. Yes, they might have a rough idea of the, the layout of the land, um, but they couldn't really emulate exactly what what the conditions would be like. However, practicing uh, tactical maneuvers on in a miniature scale would definitely give them a bit of a uh, an insight into into how their armies would perform on the battlefield. It wouldn't be until 1881 that the first actual documented game with toy soldiers was recorded. And guess who that person was who wrote all that down? Robert Louis Stevenson. Does that name ring a bell? If you're a fan of the movie Treasure Island, like I am, then you'll know that name very well. Fast forward a few few decades and uh, you get to H.G. Wells, who wrote Time Machine, and he ended up uh, getting stuck into a bit of wargaming himself um, with toy soldiers and ended up writing um, the very first rules system for wargaming, which is pretty bloody cool. And that rule system became the standard rule system for many, many years for wargamers. Right, now fast forward 100 years um, to roughly 2014, 2015, and you get little old me um, struggling to find his way, um, you know, a few years back. It's 2020 now, but when I started back in the hobby was about four or five years ago, um, struggling to find my way and uh, not really understanding any of the rules. I And I don't know what it is with me. Like I, I have all the, the passion and the determination to learn rule sets, but then when I sit down with, an, uh, with a Warhammer book that's like an inch and a half thick of rules, yeah, I tend to lose a bit of motivation and determination. <laughs> hey man, you wanna play a game with me? The rules are only 6,345 pages long. I start just seeing numbers and words and I'm like, what's going on now? 
I kept going back to the book and and learning and trying to retain as much as I could. Uh, I didn't I didn't ever go into any clubs and and join up with people to play the game. I kind of think I I should have done that, but I don't know. I I am uh, a bit of a socialite when it comes to my 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 own mates, but branching out and making new friends and and, and joining clubs. Yeah, not really my thing. Like because I think the more <laughs> this can make me sound like a bit of a a nutcase, but the more friends you make, the less time you have to do your own thing. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. So if I'm committing to a club and I've got to be there every Tuesday and Thursday night, then that's less time with the family for one. It's less time to be with my actual mates, and it's less time to do my hobby. So I never really went down that path. And don't think, don't think I ever will. Maybe in the future, who knows? I started exploring other rule sets online. There's so many out there, actually. Like there's a there's a ton load. Um, and what I quite like is the fact that um, many people out there have have sort of come up with their own very basic rule sets and and released them for free as a PDF. So I've got probably half a dozen at least um, rule sets um, saved into my iBooks. PDFs, you know, uh, that that I sort of go back and forth to as well. Therefore, in the end, I have developed my own kind of bastardized, um, summarized, uh, mutilated <laughs> version of rules, which are which are so basic. They're so simple um, that yeah. A, blind dog could probably play them. Uh, actually, a blind dog would probably have trouble rolling the dice, I suppose. But you know what I mean? If you've got hands and you can roll a dice, then you can probably play this. That my version of Wargaming. It's literally as simple as roll a dice to work out the movement, roll a dice to work out the shooting, roll a dice to work out the save. That, that's that's the 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 core of it, I suppose. Um, as over the over the years, it's developed. <laughs> if you can use that word, evolved. It's evolved um, to like you know take into account uh, different types of terrain, uh, what vehicles can do and what they can't do. Um, but really, what I do when I'm playing the war game. Now, let me stress: I don't like I said before. I don't join. I haven't joined any clubs. So this is when I game. It's basically. Um, threatening or persuading or blackmailing my friends to come over and play the game with me. And because they're good friends and they feel sorry for me, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they accommodate. They come over and we have a few few drinks, put on my Warhammer playlist, which they just think I'm insane. Um, and, you know, we chuck some dice around and we have a bit of a laugh. And, and the key thing for me anyway, and I think for them, is it isn't the technicality of the rules. It's more the story that unfolds. And there's a huge element of just making stuff up as you go. So I remember one game we played uh, a couple of years ago where there was some, I don't know the, the real name for these things, but you know the Crute. They've got these little uh, vicious looking hounds or dogs. And uh, one of the blokes that was there playing the game said, well, what about to destroy your layman rust tank? Could I strap some gel ignite or, you know, some C4 something, some sort of bomb to those dogs and then make them run at the tank, run under the tank and then explode it. And we all just thought that's brilliant. So then we said something as simple as like, okay, if you can roll two even numbers in a row, bingo, that's what's going to happen. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. And we, we send up a little cheer when it happened, you know, it was really cool.
So I think for like uh, the deterrent for me joining a club and getting into say 40k proper <laughs> um, is not just because I don't want to expand my circle of friends, but <laughs> uh, which still makes me laugh that I even said that. But but um, is the fact I don't want to get bogged down with all the rules. I don't want to argue over rules. I don't want to get into the technicalities of is it is it soft cover, hard cover, whatever cover. Like you know, like and and oh, my opponent can see it, but I can't see it from line of sight. Like, you know, I don't want to get stuck in all that. I just want a really cool game and story. Story is everything to me to naturally unfold before my eyes and and blow things up and um, massacre whole squads and have one lone Imperial Guardsman who, you know, does a suicide mission and runs into a tower with, with grenades and blows himself up for the for the good of man. That, <laughs> that kind of craziness on, on a war game battlefield is very much my cup of tea arguing and referring to a massive set of rules all the time yeah it's not my thing but saying that um you know if i if i was to become pretty chummy with someone and they knew the rules inside out that would be a good way for me to learn so not just sitting down and trying to read everything myself but having a a bit of a a guru who can say mate you just do this, 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 and this is the basics of the game. Let's play a game. That would be kind of cool, and I think then I'd be uh, more motivated and more excited. I'm guessing my style of play and the thing that grabs me the most, as I said, is the storytelling um, or the story that unfolds. So I think that means I'm more of a narrative player. Um, narrative games are probably more my thing. And my understanding of that is that it's not just one big epic battle. Each little battle and each little thing that you do all plays into a bigger story, into a bigger campaign, I suppose. But it's more about the story of the individual miniatures or the, you know, the war band. In general, most blogs that I follow and most uh, people I follow uh, on Instagram, they're gamers, they're passionate gamers, they're hobbyists, but they're gamers as well. Um, So, you know, I've got to say, like, I secretly do have this dream of one day meeting some of, especially on the blog, meeting some of these fellow bloggers. And sitting down and sitting down and having a game with them, and they hopefully they're they're patient enough with me that they can explain the rules, and we can we can play through uh, play through a few games. Now that that would be very much my cup of tea as well with uh, you know with like minded people that I've got to know over the last few years. At the end of the day, it's just a game to play with your friends, and I think that's kind of cool. Uh, I, I I really don't like the idea of getting too serious with it <laughs> because. It's just a game. It's like anything, I suppose, like these people that you know you watch on YouTube who lose their minds when they're playing Call of Duty and they get killed too many times, so they throw the control at the TV screen. Like, wow, like chill, buddy. That's, that's uh, it's just a game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never been one to get really fired up with, with that sort of thing. As wargaming in itself is such a, it's such a huge topic, I think I will revisit it in a, in a subsequent episode um but yeah for today i think we'll wrap things up on the whole war gaming um but yeah hopefully uh you know you might have learned something about the history of war gaming and you might have learned something about me it's the imperial rebel org podcast okay time for another hobbyist spot
spotlight. Um, today I want to talk about Anna Polansk. Uh, some of you may have heard of her. Some of you may just be more familiar with her work on the 28 mag, the Inc. 28 mag that's uh, been doing the rounds. I think we're up to volume two now, which is which is awesome. So go and find that and download it if you haven't already. It's a really, really good read and full of lovely miniatures and images and terrain. And oh, yeah, it's, it's really gritty and grim, dark and exciting. Actually, speaking of the 28 mag, at Woodoo Gus from Convert or Die actually had an article in issue number two. So we spoke about Woodoo Gus in episode three of the Imperial Rebel Orc podcast. So make sure you go and check that out. Anna happens to be the editor for the 28 Mag. So I'll read a little blurb that's on there that's all about her. Anna is a long-time hobbyist focused on creating small, grim and immersive worlds with her never-ending miniature projects. This entails everything from modelling, sculpting, painting, building scenery and crafting gaming paraphernalia to writing and photography. So this lady is across it all and you can check out all her stuff on her website which is Gardens of Hecate. I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly. Uh, it's There's so much there. She's obviously been at it for quite a few years and uh, my words aren't going to do it justice, that's for sure, but I'll bloody try. Um, it's very grim. It's very dark. It's it's um, There's a lot of Mordheim sort of vibes going on there, but even creepier and darker than what Mordheim was and is. Uh, she's got things like... Um, you know, undead uh, skeletal remains, but dressed up in in very sort of uh, old old ye Victorian English kind of costumes, um, and they're sort of creeping around really dark woods and and oh, it's just there's there's wolves and there's shepherds and there's uh, ogres and monsters and it's just everything and anything you want in in creepy old school Mordheimish ink 28 kind of vibes she's very big on smaller narrative type campaigns and games uh, one of which is called monstrous birth that's kind of the one i just described actually with the with the skeletal looking figures creeping around in a wood um she also yeah makes all her own gaming paraphernalia cards and dice trays and all that kind of thing as well her conversion work is just extraordinary and she's not afraid she i think most of her work is sort of based in uh, warhammer miniatures but she's not afraid to pick and choose from other companies and and blend it all together such as like grabbing some pistols from the freebooters range and that kind of thing so oh, just I, I like i said before my words doesn't do her work justice you really need to go and check her out you can find her on instagram as well um which is a underscore polansk but it's P O so A underscore P O L A N S C A K. I'll give you that again. A underscore P O L A N S C A K over on Instagram, where you can find yeah hundreds of her, hundreds of pictures of her lovely miniatures. And actually, speaking of the pictures, she does all her own photography as well, which. Um, I really appreciate good photography. It's a subject that's going to be coming up um, in an episode later on down the track. Um, but I think when you take the time, like if you're going to invest so much time and energy and money into these wonderful little creations, then why just put them on a on a kitchen bench and go snap with your phone and it's slightly blurred and there's no background, there's no nothing. And it's just, you know, like, like I don't know, I, I kind of think that defeats the purpose a little bit like you want to 
you don't have to go all out and have a full-on setting with terrain or, or backdrop pictures and I like to do that but I don't always do that but I, I do make sure I take the time and put the effort into getting some good photos because that's that's half the battle isn't it like you want to you want to hone your skills as a painter but you also want to make sure that the photo does your work justice does that make sense <laughs> anyway so yeah check out uh anna polansk uh check out the 28 magazine um I'm, I'm it's free to download um you just type in 28 mag and you'll find it or ink 28 mag and you'll definitely find where to download it from um and yeah and check out her instagram as well as far as my own work goes in our beloved hobby i am fully immersed in my Hellgate project now. Um, I haven't forgotten about my other projects. As I mentioned once before, I like to work on two or three projects at a time. So I've started to um, put the base colours down on the Valhalla Ice Warriors and um, I've put some base colours down on my first uh, Rourke's Drift miniature as well, which is going to be a casualty. Um, and But yeah, as I say, the Hellgate um, terrain project is what I'm really peaking with at the moment. <laughs> that's that's the one that keeps me up at night, excited to you know tackle new bits and pieces. You can find me on WordPress on a blog on WordPress, Imperial Rebel Orc. Uh, you'll find. Uh, my fluff and my writings and my ideas and my craziness, uh, not to mention all the pictures of my models uh, and that kind of thing as well. So, yeah, go check that out. I'm also on Instagram, Imperial Rebel Orc, just over on Instagram. Type it in, you'll find it. If you'd like to email me, you can email me imperialrebelorc at gmail.com. Send me your feedback, your ideas, your thoughts, um, pictures of your own work. If you're not you know, on the blog or on Instagram, I'd love to see what you guys are up to. Um, yeah, feel free to do that. That's it for me, guys, for episode five. It's been great. Um, I've enjoyed this one. I've enjoyed all of them, but I, I particularly enjoyed doing a bit of research on the old wargaming. I hope you enjoyed what I put together for you, and I'll see you in episode six. You've been listening to The Imperial Rebel Podcast.